Hello, beloveds. This is Stephanie, and welcome to the Mother's Day edition of the 365 Live Challenge. Thanks, everybody, for stopping by. So appreciate you being here. Today is Mother's Day, and I thought that I would just brew a fresh cup of coffee and have a little chat with everyone, um, close, intimate, personal chat between me and however million people are on Facebook uh, about Mother's Day and some of the things that that brings up for me and may bring up for you, and you may disagree with a lot of what I have to say, um, just sharing my journey with you. So I, first of all, am very happily child-free. I have always known that uh, I wanted to be child-free for pretty much my entire life. So, um, you know, I always send out love and props to child-free women because I think that for a lot of women, when they see the posts on Facebook and everyone is talking about how being a mother is the most fulfilling thing in the world and being a mother is the greatest joy and being the mother, being a mother brings the most pride of anything you could possibly do in the world. Um, I think that hurts a lot of women's hearts. So, I always, on Mother's Day, try to send a lot of extra love to the child-free women of the world, um, whether you are child-free by choice, like me, or not, um, and let women know that child-free or not, you are whole, you are complete, you are a blessing to the world. You are perfect just the way you are. There is nothing missing from your life. Um, and love yourself now and always. So I, um, you know, when I say that, I, I always get people who, you know, will say like, well, what about people who lost children? What about, Yes, all that too, of course, all women, women who lost children, women who can't have children but want them, um, a, women who have children who have been adopted, people who have been adopted. I mean, light and love and blessings to all of that. Um, I honestly, you know, just am speaking from my own experience. And so my own experience is one of being happily child-free and not always being supported in that decision. So a um, little TMI time as we're getting personal, right, with this little fireside chat. Um, you know, literally when I was a young adult at 18 or so at one of my first um OBGYN appointments, I asked about having my tubes tied, like what was the process and procedure and, you know, um, just to get some general information. Um, and I believe, I believe at the time they said something like, unless you were 26, for some reason, the number 26 sticks in my head and, or had three children, they wouldn't even consider, um, you know, so again, even at a really supportive, and that was out of Planned Parenthood. I am so pro Planned Parenthood um, for all of your health and wellness needs, women. Um, my personal experience with Planned Parenthood has been very positive, and I support them 
wholly and unconditionally. Um, but even at a super progressive place like Planned Parenthood, you know, when I was young, I was, you know, told you might change your mind. And I haven't changed my mind and I'm happy with my decision not to have human children. Um, and so, Again, whether you're child-free by choice or not, I send you so much love and light and peace and blessings and want you to know that you are whole and complete and perfect just the way that you are. I also send a lot of extra love to people who have strained relationships with their moms. Um, the other thing that it can be really hard, uh, again, speaking from my personal experience to see, is all of the posts saying, like, I love my mom. She's so perfect. I admire her. I respect her. I, um, you know, she did everything for me and um, all these wonderful glowing posts. And, um, you know, there are a lot of reasons that I have to appreciate my mom. Um, but we don't have the most perfect relationship and I wish our relationship was a lot stronger than it is. So honestly, it hurts my heart when I see other people and all their beautiful pictures of them, them and their moms, like embracing and smiling and being supportive. And, um, it just, you know, it's hard. So if it's hard for me, I know it's hard for some of you. Um, and again, maybe not for the same reason. My, my mom is still alive and in my life. In fact, you know, again, sharing a lot of personal information tonight, but, um, probably one of the reasons why my mom, my relationship is a little strained is that I'm a little too physically close to my mom at this point. Um, Clarabelle and I are crashing with my mom at this point. So, um, we live in a room in her house. And, um, so, you know, sometimes too much familiarity is, uh, tough on a relationship. So, um, I send lots of love and light to women who are struggling with relationships with their mom, either because, you know, their mom is deceased or just absent from their life and they wish they were closer or they're physically close, but their relationship is not strong as in my case or, um, again, someone who's been involved in an adoption, um, situation and maybe, you know, wishes they even knew their parents. Um, my father, my biological father was adopted. So I, um, you know, side note, not about mother's day exactly, but on, um, I don't know my paternal grandparents. Um, so, you know, biologically because I have adoption in my family in that way. So it's not direct to me. I was not adopted, but, um, one of my parents was adopted. So, you know, I know that there can be hurt there. So again, so much love and light and peace and blessings and, um, you know, hoping that you do whatever you need to do to get some self care or love from others tonight. Um, as we're wrapping up mother's day, um, and again, another controversial opinion. Some people are probably going to dog me for this one. I do definitely consider myself a pit bull mom. And I do definitely consider people pet parents. So 
Um, let me know if you're team pet parents, let me know, um, that I'm not alone because I know there are some people that really are against my belief in this and they think it's very disrespectful that someone would even consider themselves a mom or use the word parenting to raise an animal. Um, but my relationship with Clarabelle is really like no other relationship I've ever had in my entire life. And I swear, 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 like the Grinch who stole Christmas, my heart has grown many, 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 many times to fit the love that I have for her. I have never felt such, um, it's a love that's unlike any other because I feel so responsible for her. She has no way to verbally advocate for herself. And so I love her so much. I want her to have the very best life possible. And I have to advocate for that every step of the way because she can't speak for herself. So um, I uh, am the kind of pit bull mom who buys her birthday cakes and celebrates her gotcha day when I adopted her and her metcha day when she came into my life. And we go to training classes on a weekly basis. We go to doggy school and work on improving our relationship and our um, obedient skills and how we communicate with each other. And so I actually have time in my calendar proving that she's a priority to me to build my relationship with her. Um, and so, you know, she is so important to me, you know, to the point where I've, I've had friends who make fun of me, you know, and I'll say, I've got to, I got to get home. Claire's been, Clarabelle's been alone all day, or it's been too long of a day. She's been by herself, you know, and they're like, it's a dog. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't adopt her because I didn't want to spend time with her. I didn't adopt her to make her sit home by herself while I went out and had a life. Like, her only life is attached to when I allow her to go out to classes and when I take her on walks. And so I feel really responsible to give her the absolute best life that she can have because she enhances my life so much. I love her so much. Um, so team pet parents, I um, completely honor and love and respect all of you pet parents who work so hard to keep your pets happy and healthy and stay up with them all night when they're sick and clean up all of the poopies and peepees when they are sick. Um, because I know that I've had many sleepless nights with my beloved when she's not feeling well. And I'm sure all of you pet parents have too. So I honor and respect and love and thank you. I send you so much gratitude. Um, and uh, wish you and your fur babies, of course, all of the very best. And part of Mother's Day for me is also um, being vegan. So there's a group out um, in the world that you can find on the web and on Facebook and lots of places called Mothers Against Dairy, I believe. Um, and there's a movement amongst some branches of eco-feminist women who um, really connect the fact that we are taking another 
mother's milk when we consume dairy. And humans are the only species that consumes another animal's milk or any milk into adulthood. Every other species on the planet that consumes milk, every other mammal that consumes milk, outgrows it and doesn't drink milk when it's an adult. Humans are the only species that continue to consume milk into adulthood, and we consume it from mostly cows, sometimes goats and things, of course, but um, it's not our milk, you know, and mother's milk is made for their baby. And so the first step in that process, unfortunately, is that a cow has to be, a female cow has to be physically, artificially inseminated against her will. So a cow is artificially impregnated. It's not like she naturally falls in love with a boy cow and they have a romantic relationship and she gets pregnant. No. So, you know, a person physically, manually ensures that the female cow gets pregnant. And then once she's pregnant, that little baby cow is taken away from her. And I don't know if you're the kind of person that cries at every movie where there is an animal in it to the point where I don't even go and see them anymore because it's not worth hurting my heart. Um, but like Dumbo and Bambi and any of those movies where the baby animal is separated from the mom just crush my heart like to smithereens, like sobbing uncontrollably from the time I was a baby when I used to watch them to now. So no animal movies for me, especially anything where, um, you know, moms and babies are ripped apart. So the fact that in order for me to consume dairy, it's not like the baby cow gets to stay with the mom and then like we get the extra milk. Like that's not how it works. Right. So, so, um, to honor animals, cows in particular, again, in my culture, um, animal moms and their babies, no dairy, dairy free, like vegan all the way. Not, not your mom, not your milk, not, not for you. So, um, part of Mother's Day for me is honoring my vegan beliefs. Um, and then of course, honoring the ultimate mother of all is Mother Earth. So we talk about making Earth Day every day. And I don't think there's, you know, a, a better time than Mother's Day than to honor Mother Earth and realize that every day Mother Earth is doing her best to take good care of us and we should do our part to take care of her. So whatever we can do to be more green, to reduce, to reuse, to recycle, to restore and repair and replenish, the better off we are and the better off the coming generations will be. So it's really important that, you know, when we think about mothering the women in our life, and that's all women who have served as mothers to us. I mean, I have had so many mother figures in my life, and some of them have been my age and younger. It doesn't even have to be um, older than me in my mind to be a mother figure. Like 
I am so grateful for so many of you women who have mothered me throughout my years, who have taken care of me in some way, who have nurtured me, who have helped me to grow to become the woman that I am today. Um, all of those women, all of that feminine energy um, is mothering to me, and I'm very, very grateful for it. And so if you're watching this or listening to this, that's probably you. You're probably someone who's special and important to me, um, and you've mothered me in some way, and I'm so, so grateful to you. I thank you so much for taking care of me when I've needed it and loving on me when I've needed it and smacking me in the behind and telling me that I've done something wrong lovingly um, and shown me a more loving path to take. Um, I so appreciate you for all of that. So I hope that you are having a wonderful Mother's Day. I hope that you're practicing self-care, whether you're a mother or not. I hope that you are loving on all of the women and girls in your life. Because if we want a better world, taking care of the women and girls of the world is a fantastic strategy to follow. So women, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of Mother Earth. Please let me know if you resonate with anything that I'm sharing so that I know that I'm not alone. Feel free to disagree with me, hopefully in a kind and loving and respectful way, because we all are coming from different places and we do have different beliefs and it's okay to honor that. In fact, it's really important to honor that. I thank everybody who's stopping by and spending this time with me today. I'm sending you lots of love and light and peace and blessings. This is Stephanie Bandozik with the Mother's Day edition of the 365 Live Challenge, challenging you to bring the light and bring the good vibes and bring the party to whatever you do 24-7-365.